morning, church. It's a beautiful day. Yes, it is. Not only because of the sun shining outside, but I'm just enjoying the SONs illuminating in here. Amen. It's a wonderful thing to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. And I hope you feel as appreciative, grateful, and thankful to be in the assembly and in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Don't take it for granted. Some places in the world, they don't have this freedom. They don't have this luxury. They don't have just what we have. What you may think and consider not much. Some people have to sneak around and risk their lives just to do what we're doing openly and freely. Say what you want about this country. We have our problems, but I won't trade America for anywhere else. I've been some places. I've sailed some seas. Give me America any day. But give me God. Man. Above all things. Yes, Give me Jesus. Yeah. Above all things. Man. Because he's so good. Man. Amen. Man. In our society today, we have an epidemic. And the epidemic is due to a breakdown of the family. Right. We have an epidemic called sin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you want to define it even closer, this epidemic is called a lack of responsibility in the home. You want to go a little bit deeper, you can call it a lack of parental discretion. You want to go a little bit more deeper and define it even closer. We have some children who are just running wild and crazy and have no regards to God. Not even to their parents. Not even to the authorities of the law of this land. And many have brought about shame. Not only to their parents, but not only to their home, but even to the church. This morning we want to talk about some sons of Eli. Eli, as we know, was a priest. And my lesson title this morning, I may not come at it from the angle you're expecting, but bear with me. What prophecy has God made on your home. Eli was a priest. And Eli, of all of the great service that he had rendered to God, there came a point in the life of Eli where he came up short. And he came up short because he allowed his sons To become more important than the God he served. 
want you to think about that for a moment. It's in chapter 2 of 1 Samuel. Yeah. Eli looked upon his sons and he was aware of the evil things that they were doing. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 12, one translation says, Eli's sons were scoundrels. They had no regard to the Lord. I believe it's a King James version said that Eli's sons were of Belial. In other words, they were of the devil. Now when somebody said, man, you're of the devil, that's not a compliment. That's not something you walk away smiling about and saying you're jealous. The Bible teaches us that Eli's sons were involved in some wicked stuff. With their father being the priest, Eli's sons took it upon themselves to do some evil, perverted things before the people of God and even before their father. And the word got back to Eli concerning his son's behavior and even God brought it to his attention. But Eli failed Let me say that again. Eli failed to discipline his sons the proper way and hope and effort of correcting the evil that continued to go on at the temple. And as time progressed, their wickedness got worse. And the time arose that God sent a spokesman unto Eli. But before I go into the prophecy that was given on the house of Eli, I want to reiterate something Brother Hardline mentioned concerning verse 22. Now Eli, who was very old, he heard about everything his sons were doing to all Israel and how they slept with the women who served at the entrance of the tent of meeting. So he said to them, why do you do such things? Right. I hear from all the people about these wicked deeds of yours. Yeah. No, my sons. The report I hear spreading among the Lord's people is not good. Amen. If one person sins against another, God may mediate for the offender. But if anyone sins against the Lord, who will intercede for them? 
His sons, however, did not listen to their father's rebuke. For it was the Lord's will to put them to death. Yeah. What prophecy has God made about your home? The Bible says because of Eli's failure to deal with his sons accordingly, because of Eli's failure to acknowledge God as most high and not elevate his sons above God. Right. There was a price for Eli to pay. Yeah. And folks, this price was hard. The Bible teaches us in 1 Samuel chapter 2 that judgment came. Verse 27 And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Did I plainly appear unto the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? This is what I love about God. God is so great at reminding you, man, I've been good to you. Yeah. Now God runs a quick history course unto Eli through this manservant. He said, did I plainly appear unto the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? Right. And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an ephod before me? And did I give unto the house of your father all of the offerings made by the fire of the children of Israel? Man, it... It's like growing up as a child. There was only one thing I despised more than the whippings I got. Than to be talked to while I was getting whipped. Just whip me and get it over with. But don't you know that you don't supposed to do that? It's like, just, just whip me. Verse 29, wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice. I want to go to the NIV to make sure you understand this. Verse 29, why do you scorn my sacrifice and offering that I prescribe for my dwelling? Why do you honor your sons more than me? By fattening yourselves on the choice parts of every offering made by people. My people Israel. Yeah. See, you, you, you may ask yourself, but it was the sons who did the evil. But Eli was their father. 
Eli was the priest. Eli had a responsibility not only as the priest, but these were his sons. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel declares, I promised that members of your family will minister before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. Those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me, will I disdain. The time is coming when I will cut short your strength. And the strength of your priestly house. So that no one in it will reach old age. And you will see distress in my dwelling. Although good will be done to Israel, no one in your family line will ever reach old age. Every one of you that I do not cut off from the servant at my altar, I will spare only to destroy your sight and sap your strength. And all your descendants will die in the prime of life. And what happens to your son, your two sons? Hoptana and Phineas will be assigned to you. They will both die on the same day. What brought all this about? Sin? Yeah. But oh, no, 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 no. That, that's just too general. <laughs> what brought all of this about? Children who didn't feel God? Yeah. Come on, let's get more specific. What brought all this about that this could continue to the point that God would become so, so beside himself that he would change a promise and say, you know, I know what I said. But, bruh, you getting cut off. thing that I'm going to do to you it's not going to only affect you but it's going to affect your family lineage on down. And if that's not enough you know what? These two sons that oh you just admired and loved so much and esteemed so high you know what? They won't be around for you to esteem any longer. Man, I never lost a child. But God said, both of them are going to die the same day. Yeah. You're going to lose both of them. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. My point this morning is very simple. What curse are you Preparing to be brought down on your home. Right. Because of 
your love for your children rather than esteeming God yeah. higher than your children. Amen. We've been talking about lessons concerning the family and we've been talking about how children in our society, they're just off the chain. Yeah. Now, I, I can't, I can't talk about the world because you know what? The world is going to do what the world is going to do. That's right. But when a mom and dad and when a family supposed to be representatives of the Lord. Yeah. That should be a different behavior. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the family. Yeah. Our children shouldn't be selling, shouldn't be out there selling weed and smoking joints yeah. and packing pistols and yeah. acting all kind of crazy and doing all kind of things like the world. Amen. 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 I, I'm, I'm talking to church folks. I'm talking to Christian folks this morning. All right. When when we look at the examples. From Eli's son, we shouldn't see that in our children today. Amen. Amen. When we look at the homes that make up the body of Christ, the church, we, we, we shouldn't have this kind of foolishness in carrying on. Amen. Shouldn't be defending our children in their wrongdoings. What can we learn from this story right here? I tell you what I learned from it, and not this, not this isn't the only thing I learned, but you can even push God too far. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I also learned my ungodly behavior, my failure to be responsible as a God-fearing parent not only affects and can bring shame on my individual home, but it can also bring shame on the body as a whole. Amen. Yes, sir. That, that, boy, that boy go to church where you go. That girl go to church where you go. And, and you know, people have a way in the tone and how they ask things. You know it's not <laughs> good in how they ask things. Amen. Amen. They don't have to come out and say, that boy is a fool. He's a thug. Yeah. Just listen to the tone. Yeah. Listen how they phrase the question and you'll know it's not good. Man. It, it, it's like me being approached out in public and folks saying oh, you're the preacher at that church. Don't so and so, so and so go there. And it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and the way they preference the question, you know it's not good. Right. I said, yeah, they go there and you know, you know, we're still under construction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
You know what they're saying. <coughs> Eli fell. Eli paid a price. Yes, he did. Man, did he pay a price. Yeah. But he brought it on himself. Amen. I ask you today, what prophecy? And, and I use the word prophecy in, in, in an interchangeable term, just saying, what setup are you preparing for God and how God is going to deal with your home? Amen. If you're not being the husband and the father and discipline and carrying out the responsibilities you should and dealing with your children, how can you expect God's blessing? Right now. Right now. And I'm mainly talking about our, our children today. How can you expect a blessing from God when you allow your children to act all kinds of ways? Even a person out there in darkness is no better than that. Amen. Eli was responsible for his sons. Yes, sir. He was responsible for the operation of what went on around there. Yeah. And his sons were defiling the people and everything around them. Yeah. And they failed to understand their behavior was a direct insult back to God. Man. What is the reflection from our homes today? Right. Reflecting unto God. What connection can people in darkness what connection can they make with your home and my home and God when they look at how things are carried out in our homes? Right. Do they see God-fearing people living there? Or do they see just a blend of any family blending in with the world? How can we be God's people? How can we be families of God and blend in with the world? There is no blending in when you've been called out. When you've been set apart. When you have been declared a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. There is no blending in. Well, why? Can't people see a difference in some of our homes right now. than what they see in the world? Right. Why are some of our children, some of <clears throat> the worst, yeah. talked about and, and looked upon who's supposed to be the children of light? Amen. Come on now. We have to discipline our children. Yes, sir. Without discipline, we set our children up for self-destruction. Yes, sir. Without discipline, we're going to allow our children to go out and bring shame and disgrace. Not only to the parents, but also to the church. Man. Man. 
also before God. Man. Why, why wouldn't Eli step up? You can say, well, the Bible says he was old. Well, I, I don't buy that. Yeah, I agree he was old. But I don't buy that's the reason he didn't step up to the plate. I believe the word of God makes it clear why he didn't handle business the way he should. Because sometimes parents, we love our children so much that we allow them to take the place of God who's supposed to be our greatest love. Yeah, yeah. And when our child or children take the place of God, we love our children with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Instead of loving God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we can be so in love with our children that even when they do wrong, Instead of chastising them, we will justify their wrong. You said, but Eli said something. Yeah, that's the problem. He said something, but he didn't do anything. And that's the problem in many of the homes today. It's too much talking. It's too much talking. And not enough thumping. Yes, sir. You could take a little small one-year-old, two-year-old, and they get ready to do something, and you say, uh, 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 don't do that, and they'll stop. They'll look at you. You say, uh, uh, uh. And they move, and why are they looking at you? Yes, sir. Now tell me, how many more uh, 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 you going to say before they fall off the cliff? Yeah. See, there comes a point when you gotta stop talking. And you gotta move. You gotta make a move. Eli didn't move. There, There comes a time when negotiation is not acceptable. I'm not in no no, no union with you. Amen. Trying to negotiate a deal. Right. Eli, Eli spoke unto his sons. You know, I'm hearing these things from among the people. Man, this is not good what you're doing. Yeah. Well, if it was so terrible, Eli, even at your old age. Yeah. I'm sure God could have given you strength to deal with them. But when God has been replaced, Mm. you're asking for a very harsh judgment. And Eli failed. He He esteemed his son. Higher than he did God. Now. The son's got a rapid harsh judgment. God killed. 
Yeah. You said, well, brother, mate, God killed him. Yeah. But Eli had to suffer. Yeah. And what I mean by suffering, he continued to live and he saw the things that God said were going to happen. They happened. Yeah. And you know what else he had to live with? He brought it upon his house. Yeah. He had to live with the fact that nobody was going to grow old. Because of his failure. Yeah. He would go from being that well-respected priest to no longer. And folks, let me tell you, sometimes the worst punishment is just having to remember Amen. you caused this mess. Yeah. Right. yeah. I always think about old Cain. Yeah. God said, you murdered your brother. Yeah. Innocent blood. Yeah. God said, I'm going to deal with you, boy. Right. Oh, I'm going to deal with you. When God laid out his plan for Cain, Cain just said, man, why, why aren't you just going to kill me? Get it over with. No, no, no. That would be too easy. I'm going to curse you in such a way. And every time you touch the ground to, to plow or till it, you know, ain't nothing coming out. Yeah. And I'm going to make it known curse. Yeah. And, and see, even in some of the worst times, the devil can still get in a person to talk crazy. Mm -hmm. Can't say, well, what if somebody killed? <laughs> God say, you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> I got that covered too. Yeah. People going to know. Yeah. Ain't gonna bother. What prophecy of destruction? How many blessings have your home already missed? Right. Forfeited. Because of your failure to raise up your children the way God instructs for them to be raised. Amen. How many more blessings are you going to forfeit? How much longer will it be until God has to do or allow something drastic to happen? Yeah. To get your attention as a father and a mother. Or if you're just a father by yourself, a mother by yourself. You're still a parent. Amen. And you have the responsibility. Yes, sir. What is God going to have to allow to happen to get your attention? Amen. Parents are to be in charge of the home. Yes, Children don't supposed to rule the house. Amen. And if you're living in a home 
where the children or the child rules the house. You're in just as worse of a condition as Eli. Man. You could try to tell, well, my daughter, my son ain't out there doing this and having sex with the people. Sin is sin. Man. You have no control. And if the children are overruling you, you have failed to live up to your responsibility yeah. and obligation to God. Yeah. That's right. Who bless you with this gift. Yeah. Call a child. Yeah. It's time for us to reclaim our homes. Man. It's time for us to show real love, true love, yeah. discipline. Yeah. Time to slow down on planning funerals mm. and, uh, and assisting in the overcrowdedness of the jails yeah. and the prisons. If the world want to live that way, let the world live the way it want to live. Man. But people of God shouldn't be making the contributions Man. and sending our children to these places That's right. because we as parents fail. Man. You got an unruly child? There are things that could be done. Yes, sir. You don't have to get into no boxing match with your child. Yes, <clears throat> don't be deceived and fooled by this mess. Well, the, the, the government got my hands tied. Yes, uh, they don't have your hands tied. Ain't no knot so tight the government can tie that God can't loosen or just cut the string. Amen. Amen. We're allowing children to just disrespect us because we're afraid they're going to dial 911. I always told mine, I give you a reason to die. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't live here ever again Amen. after you die. Right. That's right. See, and instead of listening to the worldly counsel, it's, it's time to get back to the counsel that matters. Amen. But parents, let me, let me say this to you. Before you go lashing out and, and, and banging on your child, get yourself right with God. Yes, sir. That's it. Get yourself right with God. That's it. Let, let, let me throw a couple of things at you and I'm done. Let, let, let your children know. You know what? In, in the past, because see, children don't like inconsistency. That's right. That's right. Oh. You want a child to rebel? Be inconsistent. Yeah. Be their friend today and try to be their parent later on that evening. Right. They don't like that. Let your, let, let your children know. You know, I haven't been consistent in the way I should have been conducting myself as your father, as your mother, in the eyes of God. Make sure you put God in that night. Yeah. Make sure you put God in that. Yeah. But you know what? There's going to be some changes around here. Yeah. And, and, and the changes, you, you might not like some of them. But you're going to have to work with it. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with it. Just like I'm going to have to adjust and deal with making sure I did myself right before God. Man. 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 
Now, I'm saying this to you for the simple fact, I don't want you to think that I just lost my mind. But if you have any questions as to why things are changing around here in the home, we can go to the Bible and look and read together. Amen. Because I've made up my mind, I'm going to feel God and keep God at the top of the list yes. instead of you. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Now, you, you could take that or you could leave it. Yeah. You could keep putting God second, third, or fourth and keep your child up there and keep justifying their wrong if you want to. But God is going to have a word with you yes, somewhere in the by and by. Yes, He is. And it doesn't have to be that way. Amen. I'm challenging every father yeah. in this yeah. audience today. Yeah. I'm challenging every father to put some rebar in your back. Amen. I'm not even talking about standing up to your wife. I'm talking about you standing up to your child. Amen. You could love your child, but the truth of the matter is, it's really not true love if you don't chastise. Amen. Right now. I'm challenging every mom, every mother in this audience this morning. Yeah. To support and stand behind your husband. Amen. And when he say no. It's no. Yes, when your child come to you. After the father have said no. You chastise them and let them know. When your father say no. Don't you come to me. Amen. Well I just don't believe. That dad is being fair. Are you bleeding? Right. So you're not going to die. Right. Guess what? Keep living. Yeah. You're going to live with a lot of decisions you don't think are fair. Amen. Amen. Quit playing negotiations with children. Amen. They're not going to always get what they want in life. Amen. And I believe home should be the first place that they learn yes, to sir. understand Amen. it don't always go your way. Amen. They're failing our children in the schools. Yeah. Things used to be competitive. You'll have first, second, and third place. Now, everybody's a winner. <laughs> That's no first place. That's no everybody's a winner. Well, what's the purpose of competing? That's right. You're telling kids, even if you don't try and Make an effort, you're going to be seen as a winner. Right. You better come from under that cloud. Right. You better stop smoking that bad weed. Yeah. You're not going to always get what you want. Amen. And we need to start teaching our children at home. It's not going to always be the way you want it. Amen. No is a complete sentence. Yes, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad word. Amen. Ask Eli. Yeah. 
Do you think if he could do it again, would he change anything? Oh, I believe he would. I believe he would. I, I, I believe he would have put God back where God belonged. At the head, at the top. Yeah. And he would have had more reverence for God than he did for his sons. Amen. What's your situation today? Right now. Because what what what's what's happening in your home, yeah. it has a tendency of showing up here. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen, lights. That's right. Mm. Mm. See, you let your you let the runaway child running wild at home. Uh. <laughs> he comes up in here, yeah. and when a grown up try to say something to him, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Oh, you ain't talking to me. <laughs> All rude and disrespect. Now, where where did he get that from? Come on now, huh? Where where's it coming from? Because see, when they look at you like that and and and, and mama and talking to their ground like that at home, guess what? It's gonna come here. Yes, sir. It's gonna spill over here. Amen. Because see, if you as a parent won't do anything, the last concern they got is somebody here touching them. Amen. Comes a time when you gotta stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to put something in action. Man. Talking didn't solve the problem with Eli's son. Man. And Eli paid a severe consequence. Yes, he did. We stand an even greater consequence. Yeah. Why would we desire it? Why would we want that? For just doing what God instructs us to do. We can prepare our children to play sports and Invest in all these other activities and things going on, but how much, how much investment are we putting into raising up young men to be leaders in the church? Man, man, how much are we investing in young girls to remain pure and holy? Just like young men need to be pure and holy too. Yeah, yeah. How much investment are we doing, investing are we doing to teach our children to stay away from these folks who don't love God? Amen. Don't respect God. Amen. Now, we're telling them, well, maybe you can change it. Go on out there, maybe you, and guess what? And maybe they can get pulled out of the church. Amen. That's right. Somebody's going to answer. Amen. To how we raise our children. Amen. God wouldn't have given us instructions if He didn't expect us to obey Him. Amen. Train them up yeah. in the way they should go. Amen. Spare not the rod, right? Amen. All of these things over in Proverbs we find, and even in the New Testament, don't provoke your children and all these things. 
These things are given for a reason. Yes, sir. So why should you set your home up to be cursed? Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I beg you today. Stand up for Jesus. Yeah. And let it be known in your house. You fear God more than you fear your children. Amen. And children, I don't care if you don't like what I'm saying or not. That's right. I love your parents enough to speak the truth. Amen. So that they can help you. Yeah. Because you don't know as much as you think you do. Amen. So, think of it as a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what's the candy. When you first put it in your mouth, it's real sour. Sour patch. Or it's just extremely sour. But after a while, the sourness well and it turns sweet. Yeah. Think, think of me as Brother Sour Patch today. <laughs> a lot of what you're hearing, you don't like it. Yeah. And you make the face of the crowd, but as you grow older, and as the Lord bless you to grow older, yeah. it'll get sweet. Amen. It'll get sweet. Amen. And, and one day you're going to say, that old bald head joker knew what he was talking about. <laughs> of course, it's God's word. Amen. What's our song, Jerry? All my tribes. All my tribes. You're here today, and you're not a member of of the body of Christ, the church of Christ, that blood-bought institution, yep. that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have what? Everlasting, Everlasting life. God didn't leave us without hope. Man. He sent a Savior, a perfect sin sacrifice. His name is Jesus. Man. And that through him we can have eternal life. Amen. But we have to comply to what he commands. Mark 16, 16 says, He that believeth and is what? Baptized. Shall be saved. He that believeth not Amen. shall be damned. Amen. You have to comply to the one the Father said. Yeah. Because God said, this is my beloved son, and whom I am well, well pleased, hear ye him. Yeah. Jesus said in Matthew 28, I believe around verse 18, yeah. all power yeah. is given unto me That's in it. heaven and earth. Yeah. You can look in every direction you want to, but it all points back to Jesus. Man. John 14 and 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man go up unto the Father except by me. Man. So it just makes plain, simple sense, folks. Listen to Jesus. Man. Listen to Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus said, Come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, come unto me. You're having problems in your household. Come on. How to raise your children. Come unto me. Yeah. 
you're having problems with dealing with the children who become rebellious, come unto me. Yeah. Oh, you that labor, who are heavy laid. I, I, I teach you something. Yeah. I give you rest. Man. Instead of staying up all night and, and, and running to the doctor and all this stuff that you and allow the devil and sin to wrap up and, and, and tie knots in your stomach, all because God ain't where he's supposed to be on your lips. Man. Pop all the pills you want. But there's going to come a time your digestive system ain't going to break down no pills. That's right. You That's need right. Jesus. Amen. You need some faith. Yeah. You need to come unto Jesus and learn of him. <coughs> learn of him. Take his yoke and learn of him. Yeah. For he's meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest to your soul. Yeah. He said, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. You tried other things. Why not try Jesus? Man. Why not trust him? He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Well, ain't nowhere else to go outside of those three. Ain't nowhere else to go. If you want to be saved and if you want peace in your life. Yeah. Will you come? What's the song again? All my trials. All my trials. Come on up, brother. All my trials. I beg that you come. Get it right. While it's yet day. For the nighttime is coming. And you won't be able to win. Let us together stand and sing. Oh, 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 oh.